Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our Topple Discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 54th year. Uh, each week, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connecting to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program, of course, is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. I hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. And so I guess I want to talk about the uh, debate that took place on uh, Thursday night and just kind of overview what was talked about it and give you a chance to talk to us about what you uh, feel about what they discussed or any other a topic that you want to discuss. I do want at some point in the course of the program to propose something to you about how uh, Medicaid for all can be financed. I get disturbed that the contention is made but not responded to that uh, if you adopt a Medicaid for all or a universal health care program, that that requires some brand new taxes on top of the taxes that you already pay. That's not really the case. You can pay for uh, universal health care or Medicaid for all using the same money that you're paying right now for the for-profit health care insurance finance access to health services. So we can talk about that. Uh, but when I went through the, uh, or listened to the debate, it only seemed to be about eight issues that they talked about. Climate change, the black vote, mass shootings, border wall, tariffs and trade agreements, Afghanistan, immigration, uh, 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 public school education, uh, particularly the issue of charter schools versus uh, public schools. And then an odd thing at the end that they talked about purpose and and, uh, resilience. And so as as I went through that on the uh, uh, climate change issue, all of them wanted to address it. But only Booker, Harris, Klobuchar, O'Rourke, and Saunders, and barely, and, uh, and Warren, really said anything specific about uh, uh, climate change. On systemic racism, they seem to talk, or on the black vote, they seem to talk about systemic racism and uh, criminal justice uh, reform. Uh, on the mass shootings, I, I don't know what you all felt about it, but I felt pretty good about O'Rourke at least being strong enough to say out loud what needs to be said, that assault weapons of the scale of AK-47s and AR-15s, they should be outlawed outright. They used to be outlawed. We went through 10 or 11 years, I think from 1994 to 2004, uh, with a ban on assault, uh, assault weapons. I don't recall anybody dying because, you know, we had a ban on assault, assault weapons. I don't recall crime going up because we had a ban on assault, uh, assault weapons. I don't recall murders going up because we had a ban on assault weapons. Uh, and so uh, O'Rourke 
basically said, you know, especially in the context of all of what has happened in the, in the past two months, that uh, we should make it the law that you can't own a uh, AR-15 or a AK-47 type weapon, and the government will have to pay you a piece of money to buy your weapons back. And then we should do what I did, you know, in 1973, break those weapons up into pieces and bury the pieces in different parts of the environment and never let these guns uh, resurface in the public uh, uh, again. That's what I did with my guns. Um, when, uh, on, uh, on the uh, tariffs issues, uh, I, one of the things that I think that we needed to address that was not addressed very well was the reality that uh, President Obama's uh, working out the deal for the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement put the United States in the leadership position of Pacific Rim trade. That's 40% of all of the trade in the world. When Trump backed out of the TPP, he backed out of our leadership role in that uh, uh, that trade system, and China has moved into that role. And so even if he decides or if the next president decides to go back into the TPP, TPP TPP agreement again, we've already lost our leadership position. That that position has already been occupied uh, by China. That's something that has to be addressed. On the Afghanistan issue, again, we continue to talk about Afghanistan as if this is America's longest running war. I need for us to be clear, say straight words. The United States has not been at war with Afghanistan. The United States never declared war against Afghanistan, and there was no reason for the United States to, to, to declare war against Afghanistan because Afghanistan did not attack the United States. In fact, even the ethnic group called the Taliban, they did not attack the United States. Some warlords, most of whom apparently were members of the Taliban ethnic group, rented some land uh, in the Tora Bora Mountains to some Saudi Arabians who used that land to plan and practice uh, the uh, assault uh, on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon uh, on, on 9-11. So we had a police kind of responsibility to attack that. But to attack Afghanistan as a country, that to me seems just structurally uh, uh, illegal uh, and certainly wrong. As a consequence, it's not about an 18-year war that we've had going on with Afghanistan. We militarily invaded Afghanistan, and we have been sustaining that military invasion for all of these past 18 years. The same thing to, with our invasion of Iraq. Iraq did not attack the United States. We never declared war against Iraq. This has been a United States military invasion of Iraq. If we say things in straight words, in honest words, it becomes clear what the issues are that we are, we are dealing with. And hopefully it becomes clear in people's minds what kinds of solutions make sense once you understand the problems uh, in a clear way. Um, we talked about a, a climate change and this issue of charter schools versus public schools. You know, again, we are we're picking around the edges. If school systems are not working, you need to change the school systems. If we need to take kids who are not doing well in school and don't seem to have enough support in their homes, in their neighborhoods to, uh, to, to be educated, 
uh, successfully, then we should change the structure of schooling for those kids and have those kids come and stay in school uh, literally uh, either after school programs until 7, 7.30 at night or keep the kids Monday through Friday and let them go home on the weekends. We need to rethink how we are approaching problems because the approaches that we're using right now simply are not working. So I just wanted to give you that uh, uh, basic drop, uh, backdrop. There's too much for me to cover all of this stuff in the, in the 10 minutes I generally spend. So let's free up two minutes and let me see if I can get Tony on and then get John on before the break. Let's get Tony first. Tony, how are you doing out there? Yeah, you know what yellow rod is? Know where who? Yellow rod. No, what is yellow rod? The stuff that grows outside on the side of the road that's yellow, it produces a histamine. Mm, mm -hmm. It it causes me a lot of trouble. (laughs) I'm I'm allergic (laughs) to that stuff. And I live in the country. But uh, first of all, as far as what what, uh, Beto O'Rourke said, when he said he would confiscate the guns, that, that that was not a good thing to say. You cannot confiscate somebody's property. The law we had that was after Reagan's, the shooting of Reagan and his uh, secretary, that that was uh, was supposed to have been renewed but in 2004, but the Republicans didn't want to do it. Yep. Period. That, that was, but, was that the Brady Bill, right? That's right, the Brady right. Bill. Brady is still in the, in the wheelchair. I think he's still living. Mm-hmm. First of all, the one thing is we'll never have gun control in this country. And I'll tell you exactly, and I want you to listen carefully as to why. As of 14th of September, the government, that is the United States government, has issued 160,000 permits for dealers to sell and buy guns. These permits are issued to people who can go on the Internet and buy and sell stuff without any background check. Mm-hmm. who can go to the gun shows and have no background checks whatsoever. They can go out in the parking lot of a Walmart or any any store and sell their guns legally without any background check. There is no way you're going to have gun control in this country. It's not it's our culture it's it's part of the culture of many of the states that we live in in this country. And you can't take, unless you take away these permits to sell guns, how are you going to control what they do when there's nobody watching them? Right. But Tony, I just want you, Tony, I just want you to just feel what I'm saying, though. From 1994... When the Brady Bill was passed, but I'm saying we had this, we had the same gun control culture then that we have now. Nothing's changed in terms of the the gun orientation no, of the United that's States. Not, that's not true. What's that changed? Is absolutely not true. There are approximately 320 million guns out there, and they weren't that many in 1984. That's true, but the gun culture was still here. Culture. We just have yeah. let, we have more guns now because we've purchased more guns since then. Yeah. But the yeah. culture is the same culture. Yeah, but what you're you're not paying attention. If you have the government that issues a hundred and sixty thousand permits, you let's say Al Lathan Hare has been issued a permit from the United States government to set up a shop and sell or buy guns. 
Okay? You have that permit. You can go to the flea market. You can go to the gun show. You can go to the parking lot and sell these guns. And, and you can do it more likely over the Internet. That's how some of these killers got their weapons and their ammunition. They bought over the Internet. There's no check on the Internet. And those people bought illegally. But the ones that have permits, they can do whatever they want. And who is going to track them? This, this administration has downsized almost every agency that we have. And there are the people from the ATF. What are they going? How are they going to check the legality of these sales? You, how are you going to do that, Al Nathan? <laughs> well, I'm just saying that. Uh, th- that, that that's hold, hold on. Let me let me let me let me answer the question. That's a regulatory issue. Somebody will fi- figure out how to do that. They were doing that before, so they could do that again. Whatever they were doing to prevent assault weapons were banned. They weren't just, you can't sell new assault weapons. Assault weapons were banned in the United States by the Brady Bill. And so whether or not we were successful as a country in finding all of the assault, assault weapons and getting them out of people's hands we at least made it illegal for you to have these things so when they were discovered, they could be confiscated at that point. Now, we're not talking about, you know, taking property without a fair exchange, just like you do an eminent domain. If you declare eminent domain on a property, you don't take the property for free. You pay a fair market value for that property. You'd pay a fair market value for these guns. The point I'm making is... You're still missing my point. If you have 160 legal permitted gun dealers out there, right, they can do what they want. But I'm they saying, if you pass a law to uh, to how? ban to to ban assault weapons, you can pass a law that would eliminate that that would uh, 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 void these permits that these these 160,000 permits. You can void those uh, uh, those permits. And I, I'm not saying you could do this. Uh, legally or or, or uh, easily, I'm just saying that's what Beta O'Rourke was talking about. That we he need to be con- that in- intrusive. He said confiscate the weapons. No, he said you would. He, he did say that, but he said that you. That's he, but he said that you would pay for them. He didn't say that, that you would. That's confiscation. Okay. That, if the guns are, I, I I get that. I I, I get the that. Fourteenth Amendment. I get that. I'm simply saying. I'm simply saying that if you wanted to, if you feel that assault weapons are a cancer, are a cancer in this country, this is a way to address it. We have addressed it before. You could address it again. I'm not saying that I I necessarily uh, think that he's given me a, a, a clear way as to how he would do it. I'm simply saying that it was at least good to hear somebody say in, in clean, clear words, this is what we need to do. How yeah, we do well, it has not been worked out yet, but this yeah, is something well, that needs to be done. Yeah, Beto O'Rourke, I agree with you, brought up an issue that was dear to his heart since he was in El Paso, okay? Yeah. And he represented El Paso. But he did it. Well, he said confiscation. Let me get to another point because you're okay. not agreeing with you're not right. agreeing with well, the, you. You well, see, the point is, is when the president was attacked and shot at, and when Brady was shot and permanently injured, the Congress did something because there was a Republican Congress. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Tony, I'm sorry, I gotta run. I got I gotta get other calls in during the course of this this break. I wanna get uh John on in Lockport. Let me get him going. John, how are you doing out there? Good, Nathan. All right. Remember too, there's three hundred million guns out there, but there's a much, much smaller percentage of people that own them. It's not right. Maybe a third of those guns are guns. right. And um but uh uh yeah, you'd have to change the laws, that's all. You'd have to get rid of these uh uh, uh, licenses that you, you're giving out to people to do what they do. You just have to make make a lot of changes. And you're right about the Republicans. Republicans had control of Congress. And I mentioned last week about that in the last 40 years, we've the, the Democrats have only had the presidency and the two houses in control, I think, four years out of that 40. So mm-hmm. it's tough to get anything done. But anyway, my, my, what I was going to talk to you about today was the case for treason. Uh, for Trump, I think I think there is a great... Uh, uh, case for treason for him. I mean, he helped. He got help from the Russians in the elections. Any way you look at it, you can say that they didn't convict him of it, but you knew he did. Um, he's, uh, you know, he, he believed. Uh, uh, the big thing was when he believed Putin over his intelligence. Uh, 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 he, he, that was right. terrible. I mean, like, right. and then he's siding with these dictators like Putin and Kim Jong Il and the Philippines uh, leader and Turkey Turkish leader and Saudi Arabian leader. He's siding with all them over um, our, our our allies, and he's, he's alienating NATO terribly. I mean, this is our our number one defense in Europe is is NATO, and he's alienating all of them and taking the side of our enemies. He's um, he has he's had secret discussions with Putin and, and Kim Jong Un that nobody else is is uh, uh, you know has any access to. Mm-hmm. And he's what he did through Deutsche Bank was. He went through Deutsche Bank and got money from the Russians. He he is totally in bed with the Russians. He he was uh, he outed an Israeli intelligence uh, uh, operative to the Russians when he wouldn't allow our uh, press in uh, when he had the Russians in there. And he also uh, did not defend an American whose uh, life was taken by the Saudis. That Khashoggi. Mm-hmm. There's just so many things that that uh, he has done that fall into the. Everything he's done to obstruct the investigation. I mean, he's actually the investigations. He's actually used the apparatus of government to obstruct government. Yes, and there's more that turns up every day that just proves that this guy is a traitor. Mm -hmm. And 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 yet, you know, I I was out the other day and saw these new hats that they they've got these, uh, uh, you know, Trump 2020. I saw a couple of people wearing them the other day, and God, you know, nothing will ever convince them that that this guy is a traitor. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's my point today is I just think that they've got a good case for treason here and they'll never they'll never push it, but uh, it's there. You know what well, I mean? Well if it's not treason, at least they've got a good case for obstruction of justice. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that there's plenty for that. Now the word collusion does not have any meaning criminally. Right. But clearly he has operated as a person who believes that other people's interests are higher, are, are of more importance to him than the interest of the United States. He's actually placed other countries' interests ahead of the interests of the United States. Uh, in Turkey, in Saudi Arabia, obviously with the Soviet Union, uh, or, or not the Soviet Union, uh, 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 Russia, you know, and so on. Um, he's put other people ahead of the United States. That you, you should not be able to be the president of the United States if you think that other country's interests are superior to the interests of the United States. That just doesn't make any sense. That's that's the thinking of, of uh, business people. Uh, 
they're not very loyal either. Uh, you, you know, these corporations are not very loyal. They're loyal to their company. And, uh, you know, uh, if they're international, uh, they, uh, you know, companies that used to be uh, companies that were from the United States, and then they go into China and all that, they're looking at the bottom line. They're not looking at American interests. Yep. And that's what Trump does, too. He, I think he, he, you know, at least all he looks at is his own interest, what his own interest is. Right. Whatever gives him more resources and uh, uh, aggrandizes him. I got to run. I appreciate you, John. Uh, let's take our, our first break, and then we'll get back into a subject. We all stick with us. Uh, we will see you on the side of the break. Here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about genetically modified ingredients? Don't like them. Artificial flavors and colors? No thanks. Clean ingredients? Now that I like. When you care about what's in things and what's not, shouldn't your vitamins be clean too? Sundown vitamins are all clean all the time. Non-GMO, free of gluten and dairy, with colors and flavors from real food. We even have USDA certified Sundown Organics and kids' vitamins too. When you're living clean, choose clean with Sundown Vitamins at supermarkets, drugstores, or on Amazon. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%. APR, 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. 8.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN to show whether America's institutions uh, could survive four more years of Donald Trump. You actually are not so sure you could ever see Donald Trump ever leaving the White House voluntarily. Explain. Another thing I've been saying for a long time that I see now a lot of people are, I think, saying also. I saw Michael Cohen say it. I saw Nancy Pelosi say it. I don't think he's leaving. Now, of course, he's been talking about <clears throat> that, too. He talks about mm -hmm. this third-rate comedian 
me and then a respected mm -hmm. comedian, third rate, but respected, who talks about him not leaving. Then he uses as an opportunity to troll everybody and talk about how he's not leaving in the future. I didn't say forever. I'm just talking about and have been talking about the next election, 2020. I'm not saying he's going to stay after that. I'm saying if he loses the 2020 election, you try to get him out of there. Because he tried yeah. to set this up in 2016. It's rigged. And as soon as he won, of course, he dropped that. But and also he's got uh, his people believing in conspiracy theories. I mean, his fan base, that that hardcore 25 to 33 percent of people for whom he can do no wrong. Uh, I don't know what they will do if he loses, because they already believe every stupid conspiracy theory that comes down the pike. It's not hard to get them to convince to convince them that this was the work of the deep state. It was rigged. They robbed this election. I really won. And then I, I don't know what happens. Trump always talks about, oh, I have the rough people on my the rough people. In other right. words, the police, some of the military. Uh, so it's going to get to be one of those situations where we have to literally physically remove him and then who does that and who takes his side i mean we've seen this happen of course in countries we never imagined could be us third world countries dictatorships uh, where the guy just doesn't leave and says the election but he's done everything else those kind of dictators do have scary rallies talk about locking up your political opponents talking about the press being the enemy of the people so don't be so surprised if this other dictator move happens and honestly that is where the rubber meets the road for a lot of progressives that we may have a situation where for the first time in the country's history we have a problem with the succession of power from one administration to another elected administration now, even though Donald Trump was not elected by a majority of the people, he was elected by the rules that govern the election. And so the people accepted the outcome, even if they felt that it was illegitimate in terms of majoritarian uh, uh, democracy. But because we are ruled by laws and not by uh, 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 best intentions or desires, uh, we, we allowed ourselves to give in or submit to the rule of law. What happens if the Trump administration decides that it does not want to accept the rule of law? That's what's really before us, and that's part of what the conversation has to be going forward, that we keep telling people about that, that whatever happens, we are governed by law, not by you know the preferences of this or that faction of people. Did you have something you want to say? Okay. Right, exactly. So listen, why don't we get, I think it's Rich in Niagara Falls. Let me get Rich in Niagara Falls first, then we'll get Frank, then we'll get other John, then we'll get Ron, then we'll get Donnie. So we got a lot to get on in, in this next segment, so let's kind of rock and roll. Hey, how you doing? Nathan, good morning. It looks like a nice day. It does. It looks great. Yeah, Tony mentioned Jim Brady. Jim Brady passed away five years ago. Yeah, I know. He didn't remember whether he, he, he was still with us or not, <laughs> You know, on this day of wrapping the flag around people, how about, do you remember the great Senator Paul Douglas, liberal Democrat? Mm-hmm. Now, that guy, they should make a movie about him. The guy, a great Senator, liberal Democrat, and then he joins the Marines at 50, was a combat Marine in World War II in right. the South Pacific. Who, who, who does Marines. that? 
who who enlists in the army at age fifty, yeah, <laughs> and, got, and then succeeds? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he started as a private. He ended up as a lieutenant colonel. Was right. wounded. Received two two Purple Hearts. Mm-hmm. That that's fantastic. They should make a movie about that. You're guy. right. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. Unbelievable. Yep. So, well, that's my two cents. That's all, all right. I wanted to say. All right. Well, I, I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Uh, let's get uh, Frank in Niagara Falls and get his thoughts. Frank, Frank, how you doing out there? Frank, did I lose hey, you? There you are. No, yeah, I'm, I'm here. You, you know, you can tell which candidates are good by their enemies and attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only the only real anti-war candidate, Tulsi Gabbard, not on the the uh, debate stage tells me a lot about the power of the war profiteers. Mm-hmm. And, and she was, a, and you know, she is a soldier. She, she's not. She not a used to be soldier. She still is a soldier. That's right. Yep. Uh, and so, even before the primary, even before a primary vote has been cast, CBS News already has Joe Biden winning the delegate count. Mm-hmm. And other news organizations have Senator Warren beating Bernie Sanders, which is ridiculous and tells me the fix is in play. You know, everyone on the debate stage either is touting or ridiculing policies that were instituted and fought for by Senator Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know, why would Democratic voters settle for cheap imitations, you know, when they can have the real deal? And and I was watching the debate at a gathering, mm-hmm. and after one Biden word salad, uh, this young <laughs> bored child asked his mother what a record player was. <laughs> now, you know, a lot of people said the same thing to me. I have staff who have never seen a record player that didn't know what he was talking about. Right? Now, of course, you and I do know what a record player is, right? We, yeah, that's we, right. we were here before there was high five. We were here when there was mono. <laughs> so, I, I love the vinyl. Right. <laughs> now, now, did any did anyone see the uh, TV ad from New Faces GOP during the Dem- Democratic debate? It seems the so-called New Faces are even more insane the, uh, than the old wrinkled Republican faces. Mm. How ABC allowed this ad is beyond me. They they burned the face of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to a skull and then put Elizabeth Hang, a Cambodian immigrant, whacked out enough to compare Pol Pot's terror regime to democratic socialism. Mm. Now, now, Nathan, if socialism is so bad, why does Israel, who gets billions of our tax dollars, have universal health care and free right. college? Right. And, and, you know, more than enough evidence proves that Trump is the worst socialist of all time. Yep. You know, unlike Bernie Sanders, who works for the people, the Trump family melts our tax dollars for their own profits. You know, since last spring, the House Oversight Committee has been investigating why military transport planes made unusual stops at uh, Trump's Turnberry Resort, mm-hmm. 50 miles outside Glasgow, Scotland. Yep. Now, on the taxpayer's dime, the military spent millions of dollars to buy fuel at the airport closest to the Trump Resort, yep. when that fuel would be much cheaper if purchased at a military base. And, you know, we 
taxpayers are paying for military brass to stay at the resort for rounds of golf. You know, golf seems to be a huge expenditure during the Trump reign, Nathan. Yeah, it's, it's sort of and, like food. And, you know, you have, yeah. you have to have breakfast, uh, golf, lunch, golf again, dinner party, and then talk about golf. <laughs> but uh, and, and Fox know, News. <laughs> You know, taken together, the incidents raise the possibility that the military has helped keep Trump's Turnberry Resort afloat. Mm-hmm. You know, the property lost $4.5 million in 2017, but revenue went up uh, $3 million cents. So, yep. you know, let that pitiful hypocrite Trump run on the anti-socialism stance when a majority of the public wants what real progressives are offering. You know, the only way we lose to Trump is to offer another centrist, neoliberal, corporate horrors nominee. You know, 2016 all over again with with the failed we are not Trump strategy. I think you're right, Frank. We need need choices and stark choices. Uh, Let me get uh, Other John on from Buffalo and get his thoughts. Other John, how you doing out there? Pretty well, Nathan. Pretty well. Great. A couple of things. I think it should be obvious by now that uh, Comrade Trump is Putin's uh, lapdog. <laughs> if you take a look at the Helsinki video, you'll see the only thing he didn't do was roll over for a belly run. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, with respect to gun control and confiscation of weapons, etc., mm-hmm. we're taking a, a, a incorrect tack. The way to do it is ammunition control. Mm. Yeah. make... You make the caliber like 223 or 556 illegal, or you convince the manufacturers to offer a new, uh, new caliber instead of a 223, make it a 225 that won't work in existing guns, and then offer a trade-in program uh, for qualified people. Okay, either uh, if they, they turn it in for cash or turn it in for a new 225, but only after they've passed a rigorous background check. You know, the Japanese do something similar to that. They actually make you have to have a license for ammunition, in addition to having to have a license for a gun and a different license for you to be able to carry a gun, a different license for you to be able to carry a gun that's loaded. (laughs) Well, that, that actually makes sense. Uh, without ammunition, the uh, uh, an assault weapon would be an assault bat. Right. Uh, and it would be extremely easy to implement. Now, granted, there would be some reloaders that mm-hmm. would uh, reload two twenty three, let's say, or 7.62, whichever one. Mm-hmm. But uh, the bulk of the gangbangers would, uh, would use up their last round shooting up uh, a newsstand, and that would be it. Yep. And what we should do for the, uh, you know, the, the amoral nitwits that are going to complain about that is give them, uh, to honor the Second Amendment, give them a, a, a black powder gun that was made, or a replica of one that was made in 1791, which like is a, when the Second Amendment was passed. Right, like a musket. Let, let them hit a musket with something where you have to like, stuff the, the uh, 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 gunpowder down into the barrel of the gun and then stuff the balls in the barrel of the gun and yep. then hope it didn't blow up You know, when, yep. <laughs> when, you, that, that, when the firing pin went off. <laughs> That's exactly right. And also, for people that are complaining about the government telling them what to do with their weapons, well, if they go back, they'll see that George Washington had an exhaustive list 
of requirements that you had to have, the number of balls, the amount of powder, mm-hmm. number of patches, et cetera. Yep. So this is nothing new. Absolutely. But anyway, that's my two cents for this week. All right. I appreciate you, other John. Thank you. So I think we have Ron and uh, 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 did, I, did I miss Ron in Chittawaga? Or oh, his name, he's yes, still there. Right. His name just disappeared. Ron, how are you doing out there? Oh, not too bad. Yeah, a couple of things here. Uh, <laughs> I just can't understand how people, of course, part of it is, again, the media doesn't emphasize this, but how people cannot believe the absolute ethical and uh, moral bankruptcy of the Republican Party. Mm. Did you hear about North Carolina and the House in the North Carolina state legislature. Right, right. So this was during the 9-11, everybody shut down, yeah. you know, and so on. And they well, told people, they told the media we're not going to have a vote. They told the Democrats are not going to have a vote. They, they, they told everybody no vote. And when everybody went home to do whatever they normally do on 9-11 uh, uh, observances, they went and snuck in a vote when there wasn't anybody from the Democratic Party there. Well, yeah, and to, to, to clarify a little, they, they, uh, last election the, the Democrats won the governorship, okay? And they mm-hmm. also made some inroads, hard to do because they got so gerrymandered. They made inroads to, the, uh, to both the House and Senate in the state legislature there so that uh, it would be very difficult for them to override a veto. Well, they have a big budget argument, and the governor vetoed the budget because it, it cut education funds and wanted to make, uh, put more tax cuts for the, for the billionaires. For, for what's his name, Hope, I think, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, is the guy down there? Anyway, uh, and he vetoed it. And then, yeah, they, they pulled a fast and a stunt. Apparently, it was only the House and the Senate. They're never going to get a supermajority. But just the idea, the principle, the, the thing that they would pull a stunt, tell the Democratic leader, oh, go, you can go and celebrate. Uh, we're leaders, so we'll just do some routine housekeeping here. The Democrats all go out like good little patriotic boys, because I guess you got to do that in North Carolina, mm-hmm. to celebrate the 9 11 observance. And then they, and they veto the or they pass the budget. I mean, that's just absolute. This is the only way they can't win on the on the arguments and the issues, other right. than the fact that they got the media behind them, uh, you know, telling everybody how you know uh, welfare for the rich works and the austerity for the many. Somehow it'll all work out in four or five hundred years. Other than that, they convince enough people, make a, a sizable minority. They can't win in face down, straight straight ahead debates. So yep. they cheat. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. One. Go ahead. Okay, one other thing here. I am very distressed over Biden. Did you? I mean, his performance was, I mean, I don't care how much, you know, the whole idea of, of putting lipstick on a pig. Yes, Obama got in trouble that because <laughs> people assumed he was talking about Sarah Palin. But no, I mean, God, you know, I saw him two weeks ago before this debate on, on Colbert. And remember, that's, that show is normally, except on these debate nights, that's, uh, filmed at four in the afternoon, four four thirty, and he looked kind of. I mean, then he was slurring his words, and he seemed a little disoriented. Yep. And now in this debate, uh, again, he comes off as bumbling Joe Biden. I mean, it, it, he I has a hard time. That. He has a hard time finishing his own sentences. It's it's uh, it's like he loses track of what he started out to say, and then gives up on it and starts saying something completely different that he thinks kind of sounds like what he was talking about, and then drifts off again. I I, I got to tell you, I've been hearing this from everybody just talking to Matt, you know, uh, before the show. I mean, I, I love Joe Biden. I mean, he's he's a great guy, but he doesn't seem like he's got the robust clarity of of thought that yeah. you need to have to do this he, to do this work. And he, 
and he has no charisma at all. He's, he, as you say, he's, he's making illusions like, I don't even do that anymore. I'm, not, I'm somewhat younger than him, but not that I'm 65. I'll be 66 in a few months. I mean, I don't even talk about record player and cart <laughs> machines anymore. I mean, so, I mean, he's so out of it in a lot of ways. And I think and one thing you say about Trump, love him or hate him, the son of a gun has a, has a simplistic stump speech of demagoguery. He's a master manipulator. He'll destroy Biden in a one-on-one. I, I just fear that. Yeah, I, I just don't see Biden being the one that can inspire enough, you know, to carry to carry the ball. And it, it seems like there's a body of people in our voting public that they don't make their decisions based on principle. They make their their decisions based on sort of gut feeling kind of stuff. Well, yeah, and, well, and it's also cosmetics. My, my brother always brings this up to me when we ever have a political discussion. My brother used to be a big right-winger. Now he's kind of moved to the center a little bit. But he talks about the first TV debates. He was in ninth grade at the time, and uh, Kennedy and Nixon... And he said the teacher was all, you know, in a social studies class or whatever they called it back then. And he said, you know, watch the debate. It's going to be something. You're going to learn something here to get the issue. And they come in the next day after the first debate, and they're like, do uh, you want to discuss it? And the girls are raising their hand. And they're saying, boy, that Kennedy, he's awfully cute, man. I really <laughs> hope he wins. I mean, that's, and I don't know if it's changed that much since then. Yeah. You're right. And you got whatever you have to say. Whatever you want to say about Trump. He's got that, unless something goes downhill with him physically or mentally, he, he's got that stump speech, he's dynamic, he yells, he gesticulates, he's, he always seems to be on message, no matter how obnoxious and offensive the message right. can be. And Biden I, just doesn't come off like that. And he had, Trump has no worry about truth. That means nothing to him. But listen, Ron, I got to run. I got to uh, take our, our second break. Uh, and then we'll get back into our subject. If you all stick with us, uh, we will send us out of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Want to take more of your favorite music, news, sports, and podcasts with you on the go? Download the free radio.com app today on your phone or connected device. Or listen live on your smart speaker anytime, anywhere. Russell Wilson here. The Play 60, United Way, and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Healthy kids! To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Donate! Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course! Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. You're in charge of hiring and indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. We'll also have a dolphin chatter excitedly in front of the perfect candidate. Okay, there's no dolphin, but skills tests, that's a for sure. 
See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Hello. By the way, now that there are multiple official investigations of this whole insane ordeal, let's not forget that on top of everything else, by doctoring the map, Trump may have also broken federal law. This is uh, in the Washington Post, and they say flatly, it was Trump who used a black Sharpie to mark up an official NOAA map, which he displayed during an Oval Office briefing on Wednesday. And there's one more problem. As a Fox News meteorologist noted, it's a violation of federal law to falsify a National Weather Service forecast. Wouldn't it be great if this was the thing that finally brought him down? I mean, seriously, he... Think about it. Think about everything else that came before this. He obstructed justice, paid off a porn star, takes money from taxpayers and foreign governments and his personal properties, and they finally nail him for map vandalism. <laughs> All right, Donnie, what's your thought about your uh, president uh, doctoring up this uh, National Oceanographic Atmospheric Administration map to make it look like he was right when he was completely wrong? Yeah, a question. Uh, I wonder because he did that. I wonder could you take that to FEMA and to your insurance company and claim that you lost your home and your and any other property and get paid for it without proof? Because everything he said he does is the truth. So you should be able to get your well. You know what you, you, you know what you could do. You could say that you and collect. Right. You you could say that you left your house and mm-hmm. moved someplace else because you thought, based on what Donnie said, that the storm was going to hit Alabama. Then it didn't didn't hit Alabama when you came home. Somebody had broken into your house and taken all your stuff, right? Maybe you could blame him for that. <laughs> they should test it. They should test it because he's the one who uh, he doc he's out there um, uh, uh, falsifying uh, 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 a map. He should use it as evidence and collect on it. Yep. So I didn't want to take you far off your point. What were you going to talk about? This is this thing here with this president. Um, this, this, uh, the shabby treatment he treats the American citizens, uh, people who live outside the United States. That that, hur- that hurricane that came for the Bahamas, one part of that Bahamas is part of the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and vir- I don't hear anything. Uh, yeah, and the Virgin Islands. The Virgin Islands you're that, talking about, right, yep. But is there a U.S. Bah- uh, Bahamas, too, a part of it? No, the Bahamas, Bahamas is a separate, uh, a separate nation. They're not ruled by the United States. They have their own prime oh, minister. Great. But uh, they used to be, and I think they're still part of the Commonwealth of, mm-hmm. uh, of, of Great Britain, the United Kingdom. Um, the uh, Virgin Islands are actually a part of the United States. They're a territory of the United States. I don't know if you recall during Hurricane Maria that mm-hmm. the uh, governor of the Virgin Islands was there uh, meeting with Donald and you know the rest of his entourage. And when they got done with the meeting, uh, President Trump turns to the governor of uh, the Virgin Islands and says, tell your president, you know, that he's doing a great job, you know, in his usual Donald Trump speak, not not realizing that Donald Trump himself is the president of the Virgin Islands. It's it's that kind of dumbness that I mean, there's some things you should not be allowed to get away with. 
for you to be in your own territory and don't know who the government, the president is of your own territory, that's just way over the top. <laughs> but it, see, it seems like the um, um, okay, the, the Democratic Party from the federal level, they don't really push the task amount it because any person who lives in United States territories, uh, I mean, look what happened to Puerto Rico. Right. I don't see I don't see him pushing to have uh, Puerto Rico rebuilt. The people right. who live in the Panama Canal zone are American citizens. All the people in the South Pacific. And to be brutally honest, the, the Democrats are not pushing that hard for for Puerto Rico either. I mean, they say it, they give lip service to it, but they're not muscular and going all in on you know uh, what needs to be done to repair Puerto Rico. Uh, so how can you expect? significantly and honestly they're giving more help it looks like they're giving more help uh to the bahamas than they're giving to puerto rico when you look at it just in terms of what you can see on the ground but donnie i gotta run i got four more calls i gotta get in during the course of this this uh th- th- this hour uh who, who who do i have next uh rambo let me get rambo up and rambo i need for you to tell me man sharpie gate what's the deal here Talking about the weather report is that? Right, yeah, I know it's it's it's, it's pitiful, right? <laughs> but they I knew that's what you were going to say. You do know you Joe do Biden. know that it's illegal to do that, right? That it's well, actually. Whatever. But Nathan, Nathan, you're bashing Joe Biden, <laughs> and he's the least of your concerns. What what does that mean? It means you you continue to tell people you're going to take their guns away from them. I heard a clip of that Democratic debate. They were said that during the debate. They're in favor of that. That's what... Ho, 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 ho. See, this is the problem that that you do all the time. This is what Beto O'Rourke said. This is not what all the... There were nine other Democrats on the die at the podiums. None of them said that. Only Beto O'Rourke... No, no, no. Let's not talk about what they want to do. They all said what they wanted to do. Beto O'Rourke said what he wanted to do. Just because he said it and he's a Democrat doesn't mean all of the uh, uh, the, the Democrats said. For example, your guy, Donald J. Trump, said that if he loses the election in 2020, that he might not step down, that his fan club, you and others, would not allow him to step down. That didn't come out of somebody else's mouth as an opinion. That came out of Donald J. Trump's mouth. Now, Thank you for if, proving my point. What, what point did I just prove? That, that your point people are going to disrespect the succession power, the, the succession uh, 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 legislation that moves you from one elected administration to another, that your people are saying that they would not accept that? You think that that's good? Nathan, you're not going to get, listen to me very carefully. You're scheming. You're plotting. Talk no, out no, both no, sides no, 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 there's no scheming and plotting. I'm, I'm repeating, no, no, I'm, I'm repeating to you what your president said. Let's not go to down the, the gun thing again and, and you're continued uh, putting the words of one person on, the, on the, the mouth of other people. I'm talking about the words that came out of the mouth of your president, out of Donald J. Trump. He said 
that if he is not elected in November of 2020, he might not give up his office because his fan club, you, would not allow him to give up his office. You would still want him to stay in office. And so there might not be a succession to a different uh, president. He said that. That's not what somebody else's opinion is about him. That's what he said. So I'm asking you. You're talking about what he said at the, at the rally in North Carolina, he said, I'm just joking. He said that. He said, I'm just kidding around. And he okay. that he played it. You know, the, the, it would be different if this was the only time he said it and it was taken as a joke. It wasn't taken as a joke when he said it. It wasn't taken as a joke by the people that were in the audience. And it wasn't the first time that he had said something like that or the last time he had said something like that. This is the one thing I could tell you is something you might want to take into consideration. Bill Maher, who is one of your guys, not one of my guys, I'm paraphrasing what he said on his show, but he said the people that know how to fight and have the guns are all on Trump's side. And he said, and then he, sarcastically he said, oh, yeah, and we got the vegans on our side. So does that mean that uh, you agree that Donald Trump's fan club, you included, will do whatever it takes to keep Donald Trump in power, even if he loses the election in November of 2020? Let, let me put it this way. We will do whatever is necessary to protect the Bill of Rights and the rest of the Constitution. The, yes. the, well, the succession of presidents is in the Constitution. It's written in the Constitution. Said he said he was goofing around, and he said, and now he said. But he, you I, just you Trump just said, said, set aside what well, he just I, said. I watched, you, I watched. You, you just said, you said that you and your crew are going to come together and protect what you claim with your guns, you know, with uh, 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 your, your perception of the Bill of Rights. That's the reason the Founding Fathers wanted us to have an armed populace, is to protect ourselves from this in government who continues to get bigger and bigger and more oppressive and wants our guns, but we're not going to give them up. And there's just, you're not, Nathan, Bill <laughs> Meyer knows what he's talking about. Okay. All right, I'm going to let that go, Jim, because we can't go too much further and give everybody else a chance. Uh, but I appreciate hearing what you had to say. Uh, let me get Mark in Buffalo and get his thoughts. Mark, how, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. And let's not let's not let's not call anybody any names. Let's just let's just say what we think is right and what we think is wrong. <laughs> okay. Hey, Nathan. Yes, sir. They're just itching to use them guns. <laughs> They want to pop them guns off like nobody's business. It's just wild. It's they they want to go out there with them ARs and spray holy hell. And I mean, I just don't understand how it is that people can construct in their minds that your right to own a gun also means you have a right to be able to own a gun that can shoot 100 bullets in less than a minute and can uh, shoot bullets that when they hit a person, they twist around inside the person, bang off of stuff. They bounce and, around off the bones and rip yep. you apart inside. Right, right. Yep. W- w- what gives you the right to own guns like that? Donald Trump. <laughs> yep. And, and, hey, you know, you hit it on the head. You know, it's easy to be dynamic and loud and stumpy when everything you say is a lie or made up. Right. That's easy. Right. And when the media goes along with it. Yep. They have the, the, the left has to 
point out the lies, especially the big lies. Like there's this, there's all over the country, companies are shutting down. That's absolutely right. You know, just point out the big lies. And Nathan, I want to get your opinion on this. Do you think this sounds like an endorsement? You ready? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The enduring appeal of Bibi Netanyahu. (laughs) That's a program on PBS and NPR. Yep. Yep. Is that an endorsement? I, I think it is. And you know, BB is now talking about I'm going to annex the entire West Bank. And uh, he's got Donald Trump in his corner. So he figures that if this turns into war, he's going to get the United States to back him up he's to do this. He's doing what Hitler did to them. Yep. He's doing what Hitler did to them. And them, yep. them, you know, them Palestinians, they're drinking pool water. Yep. Their water is in it yep. they're all getting sick and the kids are yep. stunted in their growth it's it's grotesque and nobody looks at it yep 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 absolutely mark i gotta run thanks man uh let me get bob real quick I, we only got like four minutes left so you just got a little bit a little bit in bob how you doing out there good nathan i just wanted to point out that poor joe i used to uh really uh listen to what he said but i realized he had two strokes so cut him some slack uh okay the guy's not totally healthy uh that's uh that's a shame my mother suffered from a stroke and she's not quite the same either so uh it's uh it's a shame that uh we're so far, uh, frail you know, I listened to uh, Russian uh, collusion with Donald Trump. I'm still waiting to hear about the golden showers, how they ended up in our FISA courts. Uh, nobody ever seems to want to uh, address that. And I do uh, remember Bernie saying abortion for all, including my tax dollars being used to uh, pay for abortions in Mexico and the rest of the world. And uh, you know what? On 9-11, all they needed was box cutters uh, to hit the Pentagon as well as uh, bring down the uh, trade centers. I know they used airplanes, but it was the uh, box cutters they used to uh, uh, cut the throats of some of the passengers. So uh, it's horrible that we don't know how to get along with one another. So uh, I'll let you go now. Okay, thanks, Bob. Uh, Let me get Kevin real quick in Pendleton. We may be able to get one more call in. Kevin, how are you doing out there? Here. Quick point, quick point here. Sure. Uh, I think I'll vote for Joe Biden. We have something in common. What's that? I'm a, I'm a DJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a DJ like Joe Biden, so I'm going to vote for him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey, by the way, um, you know what? How convenient that your Democratic Party and leadership had their, their, their um, whatever, you know, on TV. And you didn't mention the one significant thing that affects every election. And you know what that was? What's that? The economy, stupid. Right? Remember, it's the economy, stupid. Okay. Okay, buddy. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Do we have time for John? Okay, sorry. Sorry, John. We just ran out, of, ran, out of, ran out of time. We had 10 callers during this hour, and we only got an hour to work with. But I appreciate you, man. We'll try to grab up with you uh, or catch up with you next week. I thank you, folks. We've got a lot that's got to be talked about, you know, in order for us to, to, to help ourselves to understand those things that are in front of us and how we ought to think about them. We'll do the best that we can on this program to be a guide in getting that done. Look forward to talking to you all again next week here at Think Again. Think again.
You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.